Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am, Monday to Friday. It's The Week That Was, with Max Stankamp of The Shepparton News. Good morning, Max. Good morning, Terry. How are you? Very well, thank you. We gave you a week off, courtesy of Good Friday last week. Indeed, one of the very, very few public holidays we get. So yes. So, thankfully, I didn't then have to rise and I could have a bit of a sleep in. Did you have a nice Easter? Lovely. Very, very lovely. Um, was it here or in uh, Some of it was here, some of it was in Melbourne. A um, bit of back and forward. Um, what about yourself? Uh, I was here, yes. It was nice weather, wasn't it? Great weather. Lovely weather. Mm. Lovely weather. Very nice time of year in the valley, actually. It is. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a bit chilly like, this morning, though. A bit chilly at <laughs> night, but I don't mind that. I no. Mean, you get the heavy blanket out and... Have you put the heater on? That's the question for this I week. Haven't. I haven't either. I'm not holding yet. out. I have this really um, expensive heating, so I hold out as long as possible. I've, I've always gone by the rule um, that Anzac Day is when the weather weather turns and you can't can't put the heater on until after Anzac Day. Yes, hopefully it doesn't turn too quickly. No, hopefully we get another couple of weeks, but we'll see. We'll see. So what has been happening this week? I noticed you've been doing a bit of football reporting. I had done a bit of football reporting. I got to jump into the sports chair a few Sundays ago and um, a story overnight, which is, you know, the most exciting news to jump straight off the bat. Eddie Betts is coming to Shepparton. Apparently, we, maybe, sort of. Mate, well, is it confirmed? Rumbalara, um, I think later tonight after, or late, later last night after I went to bed, or this morning. I'm not sure which. They've they've put up a post saying, "Up, no, it's happening. He's on the way." Okay. Lock him in. So Rumbalara needs help, I think, don't they? Well, <laughs> they haven't had the greatest start <laughs> to the football season. Um, they they haven't won a game yet in their three outings, and Danella Quinnett second on the ladder. Um, having not lost a game, so... So is Eddie going to be their secret, or well, not so secret, but their, uh, I don't know, the ones that's going to turn it all around for them? I don't know, that's a good question. I mean, if he sits in the forward line and they can't get it to him, then that might not work as intended, but if they do get it down there, then you'd think he'd be a chance to sink some pretty spectacular goals from all angles, as uh, as anyone would have who saw him play at, at Adelaide and Carlton would, would know he's, he's something pretty special on a football field. So when is the game? It's on Saturday. So that's to, tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yep. Yep. Um, at Rumbalara at 2pm. Get along to see Eddie. So, yeah, they're, they're hoping there'll be plenty of people there and I suspect I will be one of them. <laughs> um, yes, you have to report on it. Well, someone will. And if, if it has to be me, then I guess I'll <laughs> guess that cross can be mine to bear. So that doesn't uh, clash with your own football game? No, I've got a Sunday game this week. Um, as part of you know the GB and KD and a few of the leagues decided no we you know we're, we're short of a few things and we we want to try and mix it up and they've they've gone for some Sunday games and how's your season going? Um, yeah, well the, the Shep East seniors are, are two and zip and the reserves are one and one, um, so I'm obviously lining up with the reserves and on the fringe of that side, but um, no, it's going well. Good. What else has been happening? Not football related. Not football related. Um, well, we've got a story from Johnny Francis this morning about the pokies mm. um, with Shepparton, or people in Shepparton rather, losing just under $6 million in two months in January it, and February. It's crazy, isn't it? Which is a lot of money mm. collectively to just sink into to pokey machines. Imagine if we collect all that money for something positive. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that money could do a lot of things for a lot mm. of people. Um, but, yeah, so that's a, a you know, very interest, well, interesting and, and very sad. We don't really ha- – we don't know. I guess they, they, they can't know sort of – who it is and what sectors of the community really can they? There's no, no way of knowing that. No. But but you would know which venues. I was reading yeah. there's something like 350 pokey machines in Shepparton, which is a lot. It's a lot of pokey machines. Yeah. For you can always get one. There's always one free for you if you want to exactly. waste your money. Exactly. And, you know, it's only across sort of six or seven venues as well. Um, so they've, they've got a lot of them crammed into a few different spots. Um which, you know, they obviously for, for some places like the RSL, they help bring in money to help them do what they do. But yeah, they always use that, token, that as an excuse. But, but yes, it's by, that, by the same token, it's... It, the damage it does, yeah. The damage it does is, mm. is profound. Mm. Um, and, you know, that can be very addictive with... It sounds very... I, I always think it sounds a bit condescending to see all, all the bright lights and the, the distractions that, that just sucker people in, but it, it is, you know, scientifically very much uh, for people with addictive personalities it is like a sugar hit it is like a dopamine hit, a dopamine yeah. hit that you know you just can't really escape well uh it's an addiction and i think there is gamblers anonymous for anyone who needs it yeah reach out if you're one of those people putting too much money in yeah but it's a, t- tr- a tricky one like if you're addicted you want to do it so you probably don't want to go to gamblers anonymous it's a bit well like... some people do do want to shake it and, mm. and full credit to the people that, that can and do um but yes, it's a, a very prickly issue and, um, yeah, seeing the figure is quite stark. It's a lot of money, as you say. It is. Speaking of money, um, the council budget, or the draft budget was put out this week, um, which had, you know, 1% rate rise um, at the same time that the councillors opted to give themselves a pay rise. Um, in particular, um, the mayor and deputy mayor got a little, a hefty little um, boost to their their salary. The deputy mayor is significant, I think, because the there has never been a special payment for that role. I don't believe beforehand. No, which is um, yeah, not a, not a massive bump in the same way that the mayor salary. No, was, but like but it's, it's very easy to kind of just you know yeah bash people because they get a pay, pay rise, which is kind of in line with what an independent tribunal has set. You yes, know what I mean, like. Yeah. Everyone gets pay rises. The cost of living goes up. And, uh, I mean, it's obviously more than a full-time job um, being the mayor. Yes. Yeah, well, a lot of people were, were going at Kim on social media yesterday. And, you know, I'm in the position where I do get to interact with her a lot and, and speak to her a lot. And she does do so much work. Well, it's, um, just, which, it's just a big job. Mm. And, I mean, if you compare that to jobs in the private sector, you'd be paid a lot more, Absolutely. a lot more for doing Absolutely. that. For a, a job that's, you know, effectively... You know, you're on the clock or, or on call at least, you know, seven days a week. One of the councillors um, made some comment about, well, we've got a good mayor now, but what if we don't have a good mayor? Well, you know, that's democracy, isn't it? Don't don't elect a mayor that's not good. Or if a mayor is not good, then they don't get up next time. I mean, I think democracy hopefully would take care of that. You would hope so, yes. yes. And, you know, Shefford and his councillors have, have been pretty good this term um, in terms of, you know, at least the transparency that... They'll um, turn up to meetings, they'll seem to turn up to things, they'll seem to do what the council yeah, is supposed to do. Yeah, Sorry. but it doesn't look like yeah, it doesn't look any of them are trying to grift their way into a salary because if you're going to do that, there are far easier ways to do <laughs> yes. that. Yes, I mean, $30,000, it's just really covering your petrol and things like yeah. that, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's in this economy, yes, mm. absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I just, it's just any excuse for council bashing sometimes, it seems, which is a bit disappointing since we're the ones that elect them. And if you don't like the councils that are in, we'll put your hand up or vote for somebody else. Yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. And it's, you know, not such a bad system compared to many other places. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, you know, compared to the corruption you, you could get in, in other countries, it's um, probably not. Not the worst, but certainly something that, you know, that's worth mentioning and worth talking about so we can have that debate. Um, yeah, but as long as it's yeah. not just an, a, another excuse for council bashing. True. Very true. Very true. What else uh, do you want to highlight this week, Max? One of my favourite stories this week was on the front page of Monday's paper with Codzilla. Yeah, it's, uh, I see it's your most uh, popular online post at the moment too. It was. It did very, very well online because people love big fish. <laughs> people also, I was going to say, people love big things. Well, I, they, they do. do love big things Big as strawberries, well, big bananas, all sorts of things, but a big fish. So tell us about Codzilla. So Brendan Leach, um, he'd never, apparently never entered the Talamba Easter fishing, fishing classic, um, but just thought he'd give it a whirl this year. Um, as you do at Talamba, he popped down with a rod and, you know, threw it in the water and gently went, oh, you know, I've caught, caught something, dragged it in. And after, I think, 10 minutes, he realised, oh, maybe this is a big fish, actually. Must have had a good rod. Um, must have been a very good rod. Um, How big was the fish? It was 1.21 metres. Okay. Which is a lot of metres, considering most fish I know at zero metres. <laughs> Having one is, is a significant step well, I, up. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how that compares to fish generally, but I did see the picture of the guy holding the fish. Yes. And it's like considerably l- wider than he was. It, yes, it is a, a girthy, chunky fish. Do you know how much it weighed? Um, I don't off the top of my head. Would have um, weighed a fair bit, I think. It would have been pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, so do you know what happened to Codzilla? Do they have to put it back? I believe they have to put it back, yes. Ah. Um, so, you know, it looked like, it, from all accounts, we had the discussion in the newsroom that, um, you know, if he looked like he was hold, holding it the right way and, and hopefully, you know, it should be fine. Um, there's always the risk that, you know, if you bring in a big fish and then if you do, if you hold it up vertically um, with, the you know, the hook still on its mouth, that can do a lot of damage. And, um, you know, when you do throw it back, it might not survive after that, but... You know, doing it that way, hopefully the fish is okay, but... Um, so I, did, did he win? Yes. How much yes. Did, did he win a lot of money or...? Well, that's a good question. That is a good... I couldn't get past the fact that it was a big fish. That was the thing that captivated my attention. Yeah, I'm um, just curious. And over the course of the week, too many other silly things have entered my brain aside from the fish, but no, da- um, Darren's story didn't mention a prize pool okay. in there, so perhaps, and, probably... And and a Murray Cod, presumably, if it's called Codzilla. Yes, yes it was a Murray Cod. And um, this is in the Golden River? Yep. So it's good to know that there are big fish like that swimming yeah, around in our river. It means our river so. has got some health to it, at least. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> it certainly doesn't look that way, but most Victorian rivers don't tend to look the healthiest. Um, they, yeah, up, what do they call them? Upside-down rivers? Yep. Yep. They're, they're a bit brown and a bit slow and meandering, but that's right. They're trying their best. We did actually, my husband restored a canoe, which we did put into oh. the Goulburn over the Easter weekend. That Very was nice. nice. Where did you uh, put it in? We put it in at Marupna and we just went down to the causeway. We weren't sure because it was a new canoe and it had, you know, had had holes in it before. Yeah. <laughs> we just weren't yep. sure. Uh, but it, it floated and it was, yeah, it was, it was de- definitely a beautiful weekend to be out on the river. No, very nice. So what's on the um, board for today, Max? Um, well, we have the ballot draw today for oh. the election. Oh, this is, this is at Oakies. 
Yeah, the old Oakies site. So this is at the Oakies toy house. Uh, we we're, we're not supposed to mention the toy part. Oh, well. According to your column today, anyway. Well, according to Oddie's column, <laughs> yes. yes. Oddie, yes. When um, I say you're, I mean Shepherd and News. Yeah. Because uh-huh. Oddie is, of course, anonymous. Oddie is very anonymous. <laughs> well, Oddie's Oddie. He's, That's uh, right. He's right. his own, own person. His Oddie's own right, very but, Oddie, yeah. But yes, it's quite, as, as Oddie said, it's a bit funny that it's in the, you know, in the toy house, the... Former toy warehouse, yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. I mean, it obviously is only one factor where you get put on the ballot. Yeah. This is obviously, we're talking about the federal election ballot uh, being uh, May 21, of course, the election. Yeah. Okay, well, So they'll, uh, they'll, we'll they'll decide which order on the on the ballot paper each candidate sits, so... And candidates have been coming out of the woodwork all over yeah, the place. Yeah, they have been. So we've had a Greens candidate, we've yep. had a la- Labor candidate finally step yeah, forward. finally. Um, after you know a long period of indecision, well, um, there's some um, citizens' party one as well. The citizen party, I believe, the fusion party. Has fusion. In, oh my gosh. Very I'm trying to interview them all, but I can't keep up with them. And some of them, um, bizarrely, are not easy to find. Like yeah, you, think you would that, think they'd yeah. want to be very easy to find. So, so I'm hoping to bump into a few of them today. And some of them, many of them, aren't on social media, which just seems blows my mind. But anyway, mm, it's, I, I don't understand the point of running if you're not going to be. And, yep. and getting out there, but mm. that's, I guess, yeah, I'm not sure what the, the thought process is for some of those those minor parties especially, but... But we'll have um, the full list today because presumably after today they can't, nom- well, their nom- nomination date has passed. Yes, that was yesterday at midday, right. I believe, and then, you know, they've got the 24 hours to get the list together and, and then we'll we see. see what order it's in today. So, you know, first position's obviously a nice, nice little boost, but... You know, by and large, I think most of the electorate now knows, you know, most of the candidates or, or who they're going to be leaning towards voting for. Yeah. Um, and over the next couple of weeks, I don't think. Oh, well, I, I'm sure that your uh, blog, the Ship News blog, will be writing about where people sit on the on the ballot paper. We certainly will. Later so, today. So check that out later today. It'll um, be coming through as live as we can get it to, to the good people who read the blog. So check it out. I will. All right. Well, thanks very much, Max. We better let you get on and get on with your day covering all that news. Thank you, Terry. Thanks for your time and hope to catch up with you next week. Lovely. We'll see you next week. Do you run a business here in the Goulburn-Murray region? Are you looking to realistically grow your customer base? If you answered yes to these two questions, then there's something that you need to know. Right here on the station that you're listening to, 1FM, we offer the region's most price-competitive and effective radio advertising packages available. Get the message? That's okay. Thousands of others did too. Inquire today on 5831 3131. Get healthy, get active, get connected, get moving with Greater Shepparton City Council's Activities in the Park program. Featuring over 200 free and low-cost activities for everyone to enjoy. Like Get Moving on Facebook, follow Get Moving on Instagram, visit getmoving.shepparton.com.au or download the free Get Moving app to find out more. Download the activities calendar via the website. Activities in the Park is proudly presented by the Greater Shepparton City Council. 1FM sponsor. We all want to shop local, but it can be hard to find a good local trades business that really cares enough to solve your problems fast and with a smile. Jason's TV offer in-home service and can help you with all TV-related problems from reception issues to needing a new TV. Jason's Pest Control will have your home pest-free in no time. Look past the national franchises as the local guys are looking forward to your call. Jason's TV 0403 688 or Jason's Pest Control 1800 599 699. 1FM Sponsor. 
Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Looking for a new or used tractor? Ring me. Looking for new or used tractor parts? Looking for new or used machinery? Looking for tractor wrecking parts? Ring me. Our brands we support are many. Sami, Lamborghini, Deutz, New Holland, Ford, Fiat, McCormick, Landini, Gray Ferguson. We also offer personalised and prompt service and we have years of experience in the tractor industry. Call Daryl at Aussie Ag Supplies on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. Station sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.